0: And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you, and it her still today, cause there ain't no doubt, I love this land, God bless the
1: The lakes of Minnesota, All right, welcome to, to this week's edition of, of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you by our good friends out there in the concrete world known as the driveway store or the driveway company, actually. I call them a store because they make shopping so much easier when you can pull in and out of there. Morning, Matt. <laughs> Got to, Let me say hi, good morning to some people. Well, I'll do that in a second. So the driveway come I talked to them I talked to Jennifer Jennifer the uh, yesterday and I told him I just want to say thank you and tell Nick and Ben and everybody hi for me folks they do such a great job if you got separation going on if you've got your driveway going uneven if they cracked if it's sinking well um, if you uh, it just doesn't look nice well you call the driveway company. Over there in Grimes at 515-850-1072. They're going to send Nick or one of the other qualified guys out, and they're going to give you a nice estimate. And then if you say, that works for me, then you just tell them, hey, I would like to do that, and they'll get you taken care of. They did a great job on my house. They will do the same thing for you. For all your driveway needs, call the driveway company in Grimes. All right, it's our salute to dads today. And while I'm doing that, I need to say, hey, Paul Buttsky, Paul Buttsky. I got a ton of people watching us this, this morning. Uh, let's see. I got Matt. Uh, Matt in Pucks, Philadelphia, or Pennsylvania. Jeff. Hi, morning, Jeff. Brent, Tony, Wade, Kenny, Wade, tell Teresa hi for me. Richard. Good morning, buddy. Jim, Fedeker, Marcel. How you doing up there in the great white north, Marcel? Good to see you. Uh <laughs> Nice shirt. Yeah, that's their uh, Keystone Outdoors. That's their see that that's their name of their TV show. I got my buddies I met in ATA. Uh, you're welcome there, Matt. You know what? You know Matt was giving me trouble. I listened to Larry McCoy's podcast yesterday, and Matt was ripping on me. He goes, uh, Dan, you're way better at doing uh, Philip Vanderpool's con uh imitations than Dan. So I put on there. I said, you know, I've been on a lot of podcasts because I was on a couple weeks ago. Him and Mountain Man Rob interviewed me. And I, he de- that's not Rob's name, but that's what I'm calling him from now on because Rob was ripping on me too. Mount, you ever heard, you ever seen Duck Dynasty? Yeah. You know, Mountain Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Willie. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a nice donut there, Willie. That's what Rob sounds like. No way. You know, I, mountain man, so I said it's, it's Mountain Man Rob from Punxsutawney, the Mountain Man of Punxsutawney. And it, and Matt's Matt's if Matt was a Native American Indian his 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 Native American uh, Indian name would be Hungry Teepee because he misses a lot. So there you go. So I'm getting you back, boys. Don't start. Anyway, hi Marcel, Matt. Good morning. You're welcome, Cliff. Uh, Cliffy, how you doing, buddy? Uh, happy Father's Day, Jeff. Thank you, John. Good morning, Brandon, Matt, Mark. Paul Butsky, how you doing, Hall of Famer? John, good to see you. Tony Casey, Tony Sowers, good morning. Danny Strauss, good morning, Danny, down in St. Louis. Nate, good morning. Kenny Cole, good morning. Steve Martin, Steve Hannon. Mary, how you doing? Larissa, good morning. Larissa, it's not Larissa. How would you say Larissa with an E? Larissa, Larissa, Larissa. See, she was really nice about it. She goes, "Hey, speaking of, because you you know how I, I I bungle words all the time." Oh yeah. She goes, "I always say hi, Larissa." She goes, "Well, it's not Larissa. It's Larissa. I it's it, I don't know Larissa. You know what? We'll figure it out, Larissa. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling her LC because her last name's Carney." There you go. Hi, hi LC. You can't go wrong. There yet. you go. I just made it super easy. Steve, uh, Nate. Good morning. Kenny Kent. Good morning. Boy, everybody's on here this morning. Aaron. Good to see you. Kurt. Good morning, Kurt, Jonathan, Wade. How you doing there, buddy? Thank you. Chris. Good morning, Steve, Darren, Steve. Boy, a lot of Steve's Chris. Good morning. And Larissa. LC's laughing. There you go. LC's laugh. All right. So happy father's day to all the dads out there. It's our, fa- tri- our annual father's day tribute show. So when we do, uh, when we do rejoiners and stuff, we'll be playing songs about daddy. I need to welcome two new sponsors to the show. The first one is Dunn's Brothers Coffee over there at one one nine six Southeast University Avenue in Waukee. And I'm drinking Andrew. I didn't. I got a cup for you, and I forgot it. So I will bring you one. I've been forgetful this week. It's been a bad week for me, the brain. I'm. I'm started taking Prevagen though. I went and bought Prevagen, or whatever that stuff is. I did. So Duns Brothers, I got the Duns. Uh, they are the official coffee of the Outdoors Dan shows now. Uh, we Andy and all the gang over there, and uh, uh, we are going to have Outdoors Dan coffee uh, uh, whole roasted beans again. So I'll let you know as soon as those are ready, and we'll start taking care of that. <laughs> I can't. I gotta bring this closer. Matt says that's why I'm friends with Mountain Man Rob. He doesn't miss and keeps me fed. Now, Matt, I'm just teasing you. We all miss. I miss a whole bunch. Of, everybody misses. Can we? Because uh, we all love the show. Well, Richard, that's very nice of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good morning, Kent. Uh, Don. Good morning, Don. Good to see you, little. How you doing there, buddy? Kent, my buddy down in uh, down here in Kansas City. Well, he's actually south of Kansas City. So anyway. So uh, Dunn's Brothers Coffee, they've got tons of coffee. They got really cool mugs and stuff. Uh, they got sandwiches. Um, go check them out. They're over there at uh, University Avenue. And then when I'm next time I'm doing a live show somewhere, I'm going to be giving these out free coffee. I got a whole bunch of these, huh? Andrew here, there's a free coffee for you. I just gave Andrew a free coffee. So you made
2: up for it just a little bit there.
1: Did I? Yeah. And the coffee's good, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, legendary coffee. That is, I spill it all over me. See, I'm used to my grizzly cup. I have to get used to a new cup. There you go. So anyway, uh, Bre- hey, Brett, good morning. It's good to see you. Don, good morning, buddy. Happy Father's Day to you too. So Julie, good, good morning, man. We got a ton of people on here this morning. That's awesome. So, uh, back in the studio, I was down in Kentucky last week at Crescent Springs for that grand opening of Sportsman's Warehouse and, That was just amazing. I want to thank John Barker, the CEO, and Jared and and, uh, Larry Mack for going with me. Uh, We got to visit with a ton of people. If you missed the show last week, did you know that you can bowfish catfish in Kentucky? Can't do that here in Iowa or Missouri. It's a game fish. It's illegal. But in Kentucky, you can bowfish catfish. I did not know that. I learned something last week, but got to talk to a lot of folks last week. And uh talk a lot of whitetails. Man, talk about non-typical deer. Do they have non-typical genetics down there? I mean, I was seeing some amazing deer down there. And that's that's the first time I've ever been to Cincinnati, Ohio, too. Crescent Springs, Kentucky is like right across the river from Cincinnati, like five minutes. And uh so when I came back home to Iowa, I had it took me through Cincinnati to come back home. And man, that was cool. I started, yeah, I did. I started, baby, if you ever wondered. You know what that is? Uh, not quite sure, no. You don't know what that is? No. Whatever happened to me, the WK... I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati WKRP. I started singing that song, yeah. Yeah. I used to love that show. Uh,
2: yeah, you had me thrown off by the and uh, uncanny vocals there for a second, so I just had to get back to it. All right,
1: it. I got to get another mug. And your coffee. I, I, I know! It's, this coffee is like... Spill it all over me and I'm doing it all over live on Facebook. I think Andy messed me up on it. So I should have got my grizzly cup. There you go. I'm getting a new coffee cup. All right. So anyway, as I got coffee all over me again, uh, yeah, that was what we were doing there (laughs) in, in Kentucky in Kentucky. Yep. All right. So father's day weekend. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk a little fishing this hour. And then we got open lines. If you want to call in, uh, the numbers to call are uh, ready 244 1350, 244 1350, 244 1350, and we'll get you on. And next hour, we got Chris Cure uh, from Lacrosse and Dan are popping on. Dave Bailey over in Illinois. How you doing, Dave? Good to see you, bud. Jimmy Olson, good morning. Uh, and Todd, I did miss you there. Todd and Rob, good to see you. Julie, good to see you too. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. So uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Chris about uh, some of the new footwear they got out. They got some really cool new lacrosse and danner stuff out, which is nice. So that's going to be exciting. <laughs> Good morning, Todd. How are you, man? I tell you what, my eyes. I'm getting. I'm gonna have to start putting stuff out there a little more. I gotta. Anyway, hey, uh, I did hear uh, there is a rumor that we might start being able to stream on ESPN here pretty quick. So if that's the true you'll be able to listen to us on your, on your truck or your car or your, or your scooter or your moped, whatever your mode of transportation is. It has a radio. So we'll let you know about that too, or, uh, on the internet. So that'd be fun. Good morning, Richard. Love my danners, there. Richard loves his danners, but you can't catch and release the big ones. If you shoot them. Well, that's true. Kenny, if you bow fish a catfish and <laughs> there's no catch and release, it's, It's catfish steaks. That's for sure. Uh, sponsor of the week is Wyckoff coffee eating and cooling. And I got to say, I got to say good morning. And I didn't tell you who the other sponsor was yet. Uh, I got to say good morning to realtor Rob. I've been out all week with realtor Rob, uh, doing, doing a, uh, he's trying to find me a house. We got, we sold our house. So, uh, that means I, I have been looking all over the place, man, our houses are expensive. When did houses go crazy? It's been five years since I bought a house. Well, in
2: that time, the house market it, it's gone it's gone pretty wonky, up and down. But the last couple of years, it's been going skyrocket, skyrocket, especially in suburban areas.
1: No, I'm telling you, it's crazy, even for new construction. Oh yeah. So anyway, so I I we looked at two houses yesterday, and uh, and he goes, "Man, you're picky." <laughs> I go, "He didn't say that." He'd, he did that. He, I, I just know that's what he's thinking because I'm driving him crazy because I'm seeing all these little, you know, and I, either if I, if we, you know, you get more for a house. If you buy a used house, you get more, your money, you get more for your money. But then again, if you buy a new home, you don't have to worry about nothing for a while and you can tailor it to you. Well, that's just it. I got a year to move, but, um, I just got to see what we're going to do. But man, I saw a house yesterday. The lot was amazing. I could I had a 35-yard shot with my bow in the backyard. And I, this was so cool. I get out of the truck. I walk across the street, go to the driveway, and I turn around. And I look across the street. There's a deer looking at me. It's like, Dan, you should buy this house. <laughs>
2: if there is ever a sign. I know. There you go. There's
1: a deer looking at me. You know, it was awesome. But uh, and there's too many steps and stuff. And I don't think Jen, you know, I... I, you know, at this point in our my life, I think I just want to get a ranch so you don't have all them steps and stuff to worry about. I don't mind if there's steps going downstairs to put, because I'm going to have to put my office and my studio downstairs. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But anyway, realtor Rob, thanks realtor Rob. If you need a realtor, call Rob because he's very understanding, very patient. <laughs> for a guy that doesn't like change and no i don't like change at all <laughs> i don't i openly admit i hate change i i am the I believe, probably the worst when it comes to change i uh, i just i hate it can't stand it things are fine they're working great leave it alone don't it lie, broke, don't mess. fix it if it ain't broke don't fix it that's right i hate change <laughs> <sighs> what are you gonna do i'm telling you. Uh, anyway, so the the second sponsor is Central Standard Restaurant over there in Waukee off of University. Have you been there, Andrew? I just have the other day. In you, fact, you did. You went there. Yep. All right. Listen to this because I'm going to tell. They've got they've got amazing shakes. They've got some of the best ice cream shakes oh, you'll ever. Yeah. They're amazing. They're they and they're really really good. Birthday cake shake, nutty Mallow shake, uh, Will's feature shake of the month, strawberry cheesecake chocolate brownie overload shake mm-hmm. cookie dough s'mores and of course they have vanilla chocolate and strawberry which i took advantage of the uh of the uh, strawberry tim phillips is watching us good morning tim how you doing tyler good to see you gordon good morning gordon uh the the mac and cheese if you're a mac and cheese fan they've got mac cheese four mac cheese mac they got buffalo chicken mac barbecue brisket mac mushroom mac mushroom mac that sounds like a song <laughs> uh, they've got burgers. I had the, uh, cheese, uh, cheddar bacon burger was, was amazing. And the fries was really, really good, but they've got barbecue nachos. They've got fried pickles. Jenny had the fried pickles. She, she really liked those. She, she liked her burger too. They've got brisket melts, butter fried, uh, buttermilk fried chicken, Iowa pork tenderloins, fish and chips, uh, grilled salmon sandwich. How about that? Uh, they've got salads, tacos, Really something for everybody. It's Central Standard Restaurant right off of University. Right there, uh, just right up the, the, like a quarter, not even a quarter of a block uh, by this. It's almost in the same plaza as Dunn's Brothers Coffee. Can't miss them. Go over there on University and Milwaukee and tell them I sent you. And uh, we're going to be telling you a lot about those guys uh, here on the show. And I appreciate them being a sponsor. So thank you. I'm excited. We got another restaurant. Hi, Dave Jones. How you doing, buddy? Is that Dave Jones? My tax- That's my taxidermist there. Hi, Davey. Good to see you, Davey. <sighs> so fishing, 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 fishing. So anyway, the crappie bite's good right now. Bluegills are good. Um, the catfish bite is good. The bass bite is really good. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks out there, man, here, here's another thing. I know we're talking, I said, we talk fishing. I got to get this in Montana had, they sold out of antelope tags this year. Last year, there were over a thousand antelope tags left over. Now, what does that tell you? People are not going, they're, they're, they're going hunting and fishing like never before now. Because of the because of everything going on, they're not traveling. They're not going across seas. They're not doing cruises. They're going hunting and fishing. So I didn't draw. My buddy uh, Kent's wife didn't draw. Larry McCoy didn't draw. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I tell you, crazy talk. Crazy. <laughs> so wow. So I don't know. There might be you know if so there might be leftover tags if somebody put in and didn't want them. I don't know, but I don't don't count on it. The word I got was they were sold out. Not good at all. Not good at all. So anyway, how's everybody doing out there? Happy Father's Day. What time is it? 7-17. Tell you what, let me take a real quick break. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at Iowa Pest and Termite. Thanks to Tim and everybody over there. And uh, we will be right back to tell you more about deficient here on the show thanks to mountain man rob and poxatawney philadelphia and hungry teepee from the keystone outdoor experience this has been outdoors dan we'll be right back
3: it's outdoors dan on 1350 espn i won't be right by your side when you need me you can't see me in All
4: right,
1: welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Father's Day weekend. Uh, happy Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there from Andrew and I here on the Outdoors Dan Experience. Mountain Man Rob, that's just <laughs> stuck in my head now. I shouldn't have done that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, folks i tell you we we do things right up here in puxitoni Philadelphia, pennsylvania we out we got the mineral licks out and we got our tree stands uh secured and bolted in and uh we're gonna we're gonna get them deer yep we're gonna get them deer aren't we there aren't we there hungry teepee (laughs) hungry teepee my buddy matt those guys, man, I love those guys. They're great guys. See, that's the nice thing about going to ATA—you get to meet people that you never met before. I never met these guys before, but Philip, Larry, and I—they work with Elite. Uh, uh, they've got Creek Archery, which is in uh, out there in Philly or Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah, and uh, the and then I met Rob, and I mean we sat there after the show for three nights in the in the sports bar, and uh, eating chicken wings and having a beer and uh, just. Uh, just talking about hunting in Pennsylvania and hunting in the Midwest and how it was different. And we just kind of all hit it off. And now we now we give each other crud on electronic devices. See, Why not? Yeah, absolutely. What well, Do you have a problem with that there, Andrew? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I was perfectly fine until I listened to that Larry McCoy podcast yesterday. And it's like, Larry, uh, Larry, uh, what's new on the show, Larry? And, uh, Larry goes off and says, you know, well, we're doing this, that, and that. And it's going, well, aren't you going to say Dan's on the show now? (laughs) No, he skipped right over it. So, so I called Larry, I said, Hey, what, uh, why didn't you say I was new on the show? He goes, do you want me to send you a big box of Kleenexes? Huh? Are you that upset? (laughs) I said, no, I don't want a big box. A little box would be fine. You know? And then they said, uh. You know, we had Dan on here the other day, and Dan was talking about, uh, he was doing uh Philip Vanderpool imitations. Can you do one? And Larry, Larry, Larry does Philip pretty good too. And I think I actually do a pretty good job doing Philip myself, but that's all right. (laughs) So they, they, then that, uh, then, uh, hungry teepee goes, uh yeah you're way better at doing Philip than Dan is and, and Larry goes well I think I do better everything better than Dan does see you know <laughs> I ganged up on oh, you it was horrible you know yeah that's horrible yeah. That's you know that's just jealousy because they <laughs> they put me on the show just to make the show look more appealing you know yeah, not all of us can be handsome as I am there you go you everyone know? has a purpose in that's this right world. you know I might not be the best hunter but you know at least I look good missing That's it. All right. Right there. You know I'm kidding, right? There you go. All right. So uh, the fishing report. (laughs) Rob's laughing. That's Mountain Man, Rob. So, uh, yeah, I do your voice pretty good there, don't I, Rob? Yeah. How is your cabbages today, Rob? Are are your cabbages, uh, are they getting ready where you can go out and harvest one with your bow, Rob? Are you going to get those cabbages? We appreciate you, Rob. I'm just teasing you because I love you guys. You know that. Except except Hungry Teepee. I ain't real fond of him. <laughs> He's the one that threw me under the bus. You didn't throw me under the bus there, Mountain Man Rob. No, you tell Hungry Teepee. I'm kidding. All right, Bushy Creek. The crappies are biting. Uh, crawler on a minnow with a jig under a bobber is producing fish right between the patches of vegetation and five to 10 feet of water. Largemouth bass are fair. Traditional bass lures, plastics, and weedless lures near. <laughs> I can't read that on the radio. Uh, submerged along weed lines, yellow perch, slow walleye, slow bluegill, and channel catfish bite. That's over at uh, Brushy Creek. North Wind Lake, the bass bite is fair. Just small jigs flipped under a piece with a crawler or waxworm. Fished under a small bobber in three to six feet of water. is producing fish. Catfish bite is fair. Storm Lake, the crappie bite is fair, walleye fair, perch are fair, white bass are fair, channel catfish are fair. Bees Lake, the bluegill bite is good. Clear Lake, the walleye bite is great. Anglers are catching eyes, uh, drift fishing on a jig and crawler near vegetation. Try slip bobbers, yellow bass fair, channel catfish bite is fair. Cut bait or channel uh, chicken levers are doing really well there. Crystal Lake, the black crappie bite is slow, bluegills are good, bass are good. Lower Pine Lake, bluegill crappie and largemouth are good. Channel catfish bite is okay. Silver, largemouth bass, and bluegill are okay. Upper pine lake gills and uh, largemouth bass are good. Uh, Ogaboji uh, walleye season is open there. The water temperature is 70 degrees. Panfish bite is good. Crappie, uh, yellow perch, are fair. Silver, uh, Lost Island Lake, Silver Lake, walleye bite is good there. Spirit Lake, walleye season opens there. Gills are good. Walleye are good. And bullheads are good. Lustogoboji, bluegills, crappie, bass, and small are all fair. Cedar River's River is good. Decor River, Brook Trout are good, trout, brown trout, and rainbow trout are excellent. Lake Hendricks, crappie, gills, and largemouth bite is fair. Black crappie gills, bass, and channel catfish is fair on Lake Meyer. Uh, let me switch over here a little quick. Do 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 do. Man, I tell you what, Andrew, I might have to go get me some readers, man. It's getting blurry. Hey, you know what? It, everybody comes to that point. Well, I can, well, I can read it there, but I'm telling you, it's crazy. I don't want readers. I'm fighting until I'm, I'm almost sixty. I'm the, keep up the good fight, you I'm, know. I'm telling.
4: Hey, uh, I don't want to see that. That's right.
1: I'll just put it in a bigger font. Lake Belvedere, uh, large bite, uh, largemouth bass bite is good. Gills are good. Lake Darling's good. Coraville uh, channel catfish and white crappie are good. Diamond Lake crappie and gills are good. Lake McBride crappie, uh, hybrids, walleyes, and bass are fair. Rathba and the walleye are fair. Dr- uh, tro- trolling or drifting crawlers around rock piles are producing fish there. Big Creek walleye bite is fair. Troll live bait rigs or vertical jig with minnows, nightcrawlers, and leeches near points. Humps and row beds are fair. Gills are good. Black crappie are fair. Drifting or trolling jigs three to six feet in the upper half of the lake is good for crappie. And that's about it. There you go. There's your fishing report for the day. How about that? Oh, hang on here. I can make this easier on myself. Hey, Krista, how are you? Good to see you. Good morning. I just need to turn down my volume on the phone. Uh, Let's see. All right. Parker, good to see you. I think I'm good. There you go. (laughs) That's a good one. I don't know what that refers to, Kent. What does that mean, a good one? I don't know. So uh, anyway, thanks to Dunn's Coffee, thanks to Central Standard, I appreciate you all, Dunn's Brothers Coffee. We're gonna have a medium, a medium roast outdoors Dan blend. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. And I will have my Grizzly Cup back next week. There you go, Lori. Good to see you, Lori. How are you doing, Lori? Oh, let's see. The council of DNR officers helped overturn personal watercraft in Lake Manawa. Did you know that? I'm going to tell you about that. The DNR and Council Bluffs Fire Department were notified of a personal watercraft that overturned on Lake Manawa Sunday, June 14th. Individuals included a six-year-old boy who tipped over a a, a PWC and were unable to get it upright and get back on board. All of the individuals were wearing life jackets at the time of the incident, but the strong winds and boat wakes created large waves and made it difficult for the child to stay above water. A DNR conservation officer, two DNR water patrol officers, and a park ranger were able to rescue two individuals, including a six-year-old boy. The boy was assessed by first responders and released at the scene. He gave the DNR conservation a big hug and told him that the police officers were his favorite. Well, that's exciting, man. Way to go, DNR. I like that. what he's drinking his coffee he's he should see him he's over there he just he's real he's real he's real parsnickety about his coffee he's oh parsnickety there's a big word for you (laughs) hey mountain man let me hear you say parsnickety dan i i I can say that dan it's it's parsnickety dan (laughs) we can say parsnickety in, in pennsylvania dan why am I, you know, see, I, I, you know, Matt, Matt, I can't remember, you know, Matt's got, you know, like an average voice, so you really can't, I, I, I'd have to listen, I'm going to have to listen to the podcast a couple more times so I can kind of Im- imitate, uh, Matt, but Matt's kind of like, uh, I don't know how I describe Matt's voice. Scratchy, a little scratchy. Is that a good one? Yeah. Scratchy, hey, yeah, uh, I got to quit picking on those guys. I've I spent I've, I've picked on them way too much. Uh, let's see. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: tell you about that next hour. So seven thirty-two and some change. So I did hear that cigars or cigar, however you want to say that, coming out with some really cool new braid line. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet or not, but uh, I heard that the line is going to be phenomenally thin, super thin. It's going to give you <laughs> Rod said, yep. <laughs> is that? Yep. He, that. His voice is scratchy. Yeah. It's not a bad. He's, it, <laughs> I'm in so much trouble, man. Uh, he's scratchy. Oh, well, I don't want to. That's TMI mountain man. That's too much information. Rob. Don't need to know about why he's scratchy. Lethal foot powder. Lethal foot powder, Rob. If he's scratchy, lethal products. Get him some. Get him some lethal uh, boot powder. That'll help him stop being scratchy. What was I talking about?
2: I don't know. You went off on a couple different tangents there. Um, the biggest takeaway I got
1: was Mountain Man. <laughs> no, I, I know that. but I was just talking about something, and then Rob clicked on, and I got I got averted. You don't remember either, do you? You weren't paying attention. I was
2: listening to Mountain Man Rob Invitation.
1: Er, Are you uh, listening invitation. to their podcast? I I had, yes. Uh, okay. All right. Never mind. Don't listen to their podcast during our show. I wanted to get a good glimpse of how accurate you were. My producer is listening to another podcast during <laughs> our show. That just shows you the quality of work people have out there these days. So anyway. I did I did thank Rob Realtor Rob, didn't I? Yeah, you okay. did. As okay. long as I thanked Realtor Rob. All right, it is 834 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Good morning, Chris. There's Chris. That's who owns the the, the archery shop in Pennsylvania. He's friends with Mountain Man Rob and Hungry Teepee. Oh, <laughs> so they have, they have friends in good places, huh? Yeah, they do. They actually do. Oh, thank you, Randy. <laughs> Randy Munson, man. I was talking about braided line. Pay attention. I need you to help me here, man. You know my mind is gone. I, uh, you know, speed at cookies. I had speed set up to do a podcast at, at Wednesday. This is how bad my mind is lately, and I, I openly admitted this on Facebook. So I get a call from speed at three o'clock. Are we doing this today? Or did you forget? I said, Oh my God, speed! It's three o'clock, right? And he goes, No, it's two o'clock. That's the third time I've done that to him. It's at least two that I've done that to him this year. So I had I I I hum- I said, Speed, I have no, no I have no no uh excuses. It's totally my fault. Larry if Larry was going by what I did, so don't be mad, please don't be mad at Larry. I, I he sat there and wasted an hour of his time when he was in Mitchell's in out of town doing a fundraiser thing. And I love this man. This guy is like this guy's like one of my best friends. I love Speed Herrick. Great guy. It broke my heart. I mean, I was upset. I was, my, Jenny goes, Dan, just forget about it. You already apologized. And I stewed on it for, I'm still stewing on it because I, it, I cannot believe I disappointed him again. I've been with, I've been working with him for 15 years and I've never done this before in my life. But that's twice now. I feel, I felt bad. I still feel bad. My mind, man, I, tell, I got too much stuff going on. So and? speed, if you're watching or listening, I love you and I apologize again. I you are the you are one of my best friends, and that broke my heart that I did that to you. I'm sorry. Oh. Andrew, take take that pen away from Dan and give him a crown. It's painful to listen to the constant clicking. You know, Jeff, quit it, Jeff. That's that that's my fidget <laughs> spinner. Okay. <laughs> I'll get him an actual fidget spinner. <laughs> is my dog still chewing everything? Yeah. Well, actually, he's not right now because he's got a cone on. He uh, he uh, he got snipped this week, so you know I'm not. You're not taking my pen away, Knutson. Boy, I tell you, people, man, they're just so demanding these days, aren't, aren't they? Hey, you
2: know what? Uh, like you say, it's their show.
1: Hey, Derek, what's up, Derek? How you doing, Derek? It's whose show? It's their show. Yeah. It is their show. It's yeah, not it's my show. show. I'm just here drinking coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you're spilling coffee, spilling yeah. coffee, and doing all that stuff. So, uh, anyway, braided line. This stuff is going to be more castable. It's gonna, it's gonna give you more strength, and uh, it's gonna give you more sensitivity than ever before. And uh, if that's true, I will personally go and invest in some some spools because I tell you what, that stuff is. <laughs> you know me too well yeah knutson i know you too well jeffy i do, i've i've known you i know you i love you yeah picky 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 ah. <laughs> he's good people hey you know it's they've funny. had they've had a rough couple. they've had a rough year and a half with their granddaughter man their granddaughter's still yeah. still struck a little bit so you go you just gripe away jeffy that's fine so, anyway, uh, that line is... Uh, that's the way to go if you're going to be doing any braided line. Go check out and see if that new cigar line is hit. Uh, and it's it's supposed to be a game-changer, man. So, i tell you what. When Shaw Grigsby talked me into switching from 100% fluorocarbon to uh, going to braid and then using uh, like a 15 or, you know, 10 to 15-foot fluorocarbon leader and double, just tie it off with a double uni knot, made a world of difference with me feeling the fish. So... No. Ken's coming back. Ken's coming up here uh, next week or the week after. We're going up to Red Rock to fish for a day. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, I'm heading up to Ledges, Are Ledges you? State Park to just kind of do a Father's Day event there. Well, oh, there you go. That's fine.
1: All right, it's seven thirty nine and some change. Let's hit a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be visiting with the big red machine, Don from Sportsman's Warehouse on thirteen fifty ESPN.
3: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350
1: ESPN. Hi, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there this weekend. There you go. Big Red's going to be up here. See, if Andrew was doing his job, see, uh, he would be, uh, already have him on. And so when I came on to back on the air, I could just say, Hey, let's go to the phones and talk to, to big red, but see him being the, I don't know what's the matter with him. He's been with me for how many, four years now, three years, two years, three years. He's been with me three years. you think I would have him trained properly after three years? You know, no, no, he just does what he wants. He, you know, I, you know, I pay him on time. I, I, you know, I give him, I give him hot dogs from the Milo locker. You know, you would think that he would be on, you know, on it, but no, he's not. No. Quit having a conversation. Let's go get him on the line. I'm sitting here. Well, come on. I got things to do. He's over there having a conversation. It's like a knitting circle. What'd you do today? I don't know what you do today. You know, he's over there. He's, you know, you know, it. you know, the only thing I can tell you, is he? he's a baseball writer, so that's all you need to know, right there. He writes about baseball, so yep, yip, yip He's still yipping over there. Get off the phone, land the plane, put him on hold, man. Don, are you there, buddy?
5: Don, I'm just having a great conversation with I, Andrew.
1: I know, but I'm. I got. I got to keep the show moving, and you guys, you two, Nancys are sitting there talking about knitting and stuff. Come on. Nancy? <laughs> well, you know, I you know, I miss you, Don. I, I got to give you a little grief, you know. You never call, you don't write, you know. You missed the show last week cuz you had to go move so, You moved something. You moved your daughter. Yeah, I moved something. Yeah, you moved your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Did you move something? I moved, did you have I a, moved did, everything. did you have a conversation? Huh? Did you have a conversation with a certain Feller last week? Well, it's a long story. Yeah, I know. I know. Boy, I tell you what, you if you ever go to that Crescent Springs uh store, you're gonna be jealous, man.
5: I already am. I saw a few pictures. Oh but,
1: holy smokes. That is a beautiful store. Not that the Ankeny store isn't beautiful. You know, I love the Ankeny store. The the Sportsman's warehouse there. It's just but Don, I tell you what, when I pulled into that parking lot, it's like, Oh my gosh, that's that doesn't look like a sportsman's warehouse. That's amazing.
5: <laughs> yeah, our store is kind of a Kind of a warehouse.
1: It, it is what it says, a sportsman's warehouse. It's a warehouse for sportsmen's. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. And it's a beautiful store. I've loved that store ever since it was built. That's what I'm, you know, I, I do, but it's just like, wow, that's, and what had happened folks is they had bought sportsman's warehouse, bought nine of the field and stream stores in the East. And, uh, that store was their number two store, but I, Don, I think they had $2 million in taxidermy in that store. I think that's what they it's, told me.
5: It's amazing. Oh my god! They had three thousand firearms show up for that.
1: They for had that a, opening. They had an hour and a half wait at the gun counter all three days. Larry and I were there. Hour and a half. Doesn't that warm your heart? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. God bless the good old U.S. of A. I'm telling you, it was amazing. But I, I was glad I got to, I got to come up and go to my Ankeny, local Ankeny, Iowa, Sportsman's Warehouse store, and I felt back at home. So good. Store looks nice. Well, it's uh, we have some more stuff this
5: week. We had a huge truck come in.
1: Oh, good. Father's Day sale going mm-hmm. on. You got a lot of stuff. And Smokers, grills, cooking items. Uh, there's some really nice firearms and uh, some clothing. So if you need to get something for dad, go up to Ankeny because they've got it.
5: And when all else fails, we always have those great sportsman's gift
1: cards. Yeah, Andrew, see that number right there? You need to call him next. Okay. Uh, so Don, I got, I got a minute and a half cause I'm behind cause I was, I was making fun of some people. So I already did the fishing report for you. Uh, all right. what, what can we tell the folks about you and all your wonderful people there at the store?
5: Well, something that we've been looking for, for a while, if you've been in the store recently, you have know that we have just been hammered hard with, with our wonderful customers wanting to get outside and, and, uh, do some fishing and our fishing terminal tackle wall was just bare.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, but as as of today, it's full. Oh, We have a good. complete restock of a fishing line, uh, terminal tackles back where it ought to be. We're still suffering a little bit with combos, but we've got new reels in, new rods, so it'd be worth your trip to come down and, and peruse the aisles a little bit. All right. and like you said, that Father's Day sale is still going on through tomorrow,
0: mm-hmm.
5: uh, and it's available online. Um, I would, though, if you see something you like, like, give, give the store a call and make sure we have it so you don't make a trip for nothing, but we also welcome you just to come down and and see what's the, like you said, we've got a, a big refill of, of pellet grills from Camp Chef and from Green Mountain, which we haven't had in, in a month and a half.
1: So yeah. We're, and, we're I, really happy that, and I got something to tell you about Camp Chef, but I'll do it off the air. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, we're good. All right. Hey, listen, I'm, uh, I will make it up to you. I'm going to do a little longer segment with you next week, but, uh, thank you for everything. And, uh, starting next month, we're going to start doing the seminars again. So we'll start being in the store every 30 days again. So yeah, we'll make, uh, we'll make, uh, we'll make some, uh, make sure we have some sanitizer available and keep everybody six feet apart, but we'll start doing some stuff at the store again. So
5: we have, the we have the place ready for you.
1: All right, buddy. Hey, I'll come out and bug you this week. Okay. Do it. All right. Thanks big red. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks Dan. Thank you, buddy. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take this break and we're going to come back with a very special guest here on the outdoors with outdoors Dan show on 1350 ESPN.
3: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. There ain't nobody hotter.
1: Alright, welcome back to 1350 ESPN. Outdoors at Outdoors Dan. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Alright, I got a guy on the line. You guys think I exaggerate about stuff. I want you to listen. I've got the mountain man of Poxatawney, Pennsylvania on the line, Mr. Rob Warwick. How you doing there, mountain man? What's going on, buddy? There you go. Now, see? (laughs) Did I exaggerate? Come on. I want you to do me a favor. Say there's a deer coming at us at 35 yards, and I think he's a shooter. Say that.
4: There's a deer coming at us at 35 yards and I think he's a shooter. Now
1: see he's speeding it up see normally he doesn't talk that fast see normally he see, normally it's there's a deer coming at us at 35 yards <laughs> and he's a shooter. see that's normally see now I want to yeah. know I want to know why you guys think it was okay to start start ripping on me your buddy outdoors Dan. When you're kissing up to Larry Mac McCoy, see, I, I listened to a whole podcast yesterday, and I can't believe you and and uh, and uh, Hungry Teepee threw me under the bus that much.
4: Well, I hey, he's the one who came up with the impression thing. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. And uh-huh. and
4: he did one heck of a Philip Vanderpool impression. And then when he got to you, I just I I had to shut my mic off because
1: I was laughing too hard. Yeah, he he called and told me he goes, I did an outdoors, Dan. Hey, how you doing this morning? And I said, you know, that's because I'm putting energy into the microphone, and you're, you know, and but see, I did I slam or make fun of Larry McCoy at all? No, no, not at all. No, 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 and I wasn't really making fun of Philip either, was it? I was just telling you how he talks. Yep. Yeah, but it's game on now, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are you doing today?
4: I'm going down to the Sportsman's Club down here. We got a youth trap shoot this morning.
1: Yeah, little a ma- little Mountain Man Invitational. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
4: it's, it's their last uh, shoot for the season because it's for like the high school.
1: Yeah, there you go, folks. Did you see how he just slowed down a little and drew it out there? See, that's that's his normal talk. See, he was trying to make an impression that first second there. Yeah, see, I was
4: I was trying to get my radio voice.
1: Yeah, See, even Larry says you sound like Mountain Man, and he and he knows Mountain Man. Did you know that? Oh, does he? Yeah, he filmed for some of them guys down there, so he knows the the, the real Mountain Man. So, anyway, look, think- huh?
4: Last year at the ATA show, I talked to him for a little while. Mountain man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's funny. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's a good guy. All right. Well, listen. I hope you and Hungry T P have a good weekend. Are you gonna You're see? Too- are you gonna see him today?
4: I'll probably see him sometime today.
1: Well, tell Matt I said hi, and uh, tell him I, I'm I'm only calling him Hungry T P because we I care.
4: I should be taking him to the range so he can learn how to shoot.
1: Well, we all miss Rob, right? Yeah, but not as bad as he does. Uh, I didn't say that. That's you saying <laughs> it. So, all right, Ma. I will see you later, Mountain Man. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. And when you have Philip on next week, if I hear me getting thrown under the bus, you and you and hungry you and hungry TP are really going to get it. I'm just warning oh, you. Oh boy. Yeah. I'll see you later, buddy.
4: All right, buddy.
1: Take it easy. Thanks, pal. There Thanks. He, bye. Th- bye, Rob. There he goes, Mountain Man Rob. See, I told you, he talks just like that. Yeah, you were right. You yeah. were right. Did you notice how he slowed down and did his normal normal uh, tone? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he got there. I think he was a little intimidated. No, he's just he's just a good guy. Sounded like he was on a, a payphone. Did you hear all that road noise? Yeah, he, was, uh, he was definitely on the road. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I'm telling you. All right. All right, so we're going to go. Uh, do we need to break it all? We uh, need to do an ID, right? Yeah, we need to do a quick legal ID and then we can be right back in. All right, we'll be right back with Chris Cura from Lacrosse and Danner on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors
3: Dan on 1350 ESPN.
2: Where do I begin to tell my story about the man that I call my dad?
1: All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN. Happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. God bless you. Hope you're all doing well. Need to say hi to my wife, Jenny, and uh, my puppy, Raven. Raven had surgery this week, and He is listening and he's whining because his daddy is not there to take care of him. So Raven, uh, daddy loves you. Raven. And I got some bad news about my other pup. Muzz. Uh, looks like Muzzy's got cancer. So I don't know how much longer we're going to have Muzzy. So Muzzy's with the kids, you know, so I got to see him a little bit yesterday and it's going to break my heart, man. But that he's 13, you know, he's up there, but God, he still thinks he's a puppy, man. I'm telling you. I don't think, you know, I don't, you know, besides your kids, you know, I don't think there's another, another thing that can bother you, you know, um, cause they're like one of your kids. Did that not work, Andrew? Not yet, not Went to voicemail. All right. Let me try. Uh, we're trying, we're trying to get Chris on the line here. You got him. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be rough, man. I tell you, I, right, Dr. Steve Saffras, uh, well, I appreciate you very much for doing a great job with Raven. And I think Dr. Polson saw Muzzy yesterday. Muzzy's my yellow lab. I've had Muzzy for 13 years. So um, <laughs> he's a, I, that dog's going to tear me up a little bit, but he's had a good life. And, and you know, and it. I think they said the choices were um either amputate his foot or and its a quality of life thing at that point I just can't do that to that dog I, you know he's just uh he's got cataracts that poor dog I, I know how he feels I'm getting cataracts I'm I'm falling apart too but uh yeah I tell you what I, why can't dogs live for 50 years Yeah. you know really yeah I mean they're man's best friend why not stick around you know that's the one thing when I when I die and I get to talk to god when I get to when I when I'm there on my knee hang and bowing before Christ and afterwards, you know, if, uh, if he lets me in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to, for one of the first questions I'm going to ask him, first question is going to be, why were you so good to me? Cause he, the God's been so God's been incredibly generous to me my whole life. I, I, I will never understand that. But the, one of my other questions is it's going to be why why couldn't dogs live 40 50 years? Because they are they're part of your they they I don't care what kind of day you have. I don't care how mad you 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 whatever. That dog when you walk in the door, no matter what you say or yell, that dog is always glad to see you. Their tails always wagging, they want to kiss you. That I, that, that, I feel sorry for someone that doesn't have a dog at least once in her life because your quality of life goes up if you got a dog. And I'm just telling you, I just, they're, they're a a true gift from God. They really are. So I'm going to, I'm going to cry like a baby and I'm not ashamed to admit it when, uh, good morning, Donovan. When, uh, when we, if we have to put Muzzy down, that's, I'm going to cry for a week, man. But I, I had a great, I had a great dog, you know? 13 years for a dog, for
2: a dog is, yeah, that's a good life.
1: Yeah. He's been with the kids the last five years. So I, you know, I don't get to see him every day, you know, but, uh, man, I tell you what a great dog. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's go talk to my next guest talking about a great, great things. This guy's a great guy and he makes my, my time in the outdoors so much more enjoyable. And that's my buddy, Chris from lacrosse and Danner good morning, bud.
6: Good morning. How are
1: you? I'm good. And uh, Hey folks. He's getting up at 6 in the morning to talk to us. He's on the West Coast. So, Chris, thanks for doing that. I hope you got a, cup, a pot of coffee.
6: Yeah. Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, fortunately, I'm the only one up. I don't have any kids wandering in here <laughs> like I normally do when I get on a call these days. Yeah. No dogs bugging me yet. They're, everybody's still in bed. So, we're doing good here, here in Portland.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, that's a good thing. So hey, how is Oregon? Are you guys are you guys coming back online? Is is it starting to wake up a little bit? Or are you still in shutdown mode?
6: Uh, yeah, I think it actually is. Um, we haven't ventured out much, but uh, I think they actually started opening restaurants just yesterday because people were saying downtown, like uh, all the restaurant areas, shops, and stores and stuff were pretty busy last night. So. I believe we're open and a couple of the places that I frequent, um, are either open or going to be opening this week. So things are starting to come alive.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
6: yeah. So, so it's good. Uh, I think maybe a little bit of uh normal life is, is headed our way. So
1: it well, happens. I hope so. I tell you. You know, I tell you, Chris, between the, between the pandemic and then, uh, all the social rate uh, the social tensions going on. And I mean, what a, what a triple whammy for the country this year. I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it?
6: Yeah. It's just one thing after another. It's, yeah. You know, I always like, what's next, what's going to happen next? Hopefully nothing. Yeah. I'm really hoping that the last half of the year is, uh, you know, things start to kind of calm down and, um, get a little normal, but and then the election and all that stuff, it's, you know, it's hard to say what's, what's going to happen.
1: But, i tell you, uh, i tell you, it, it'll get, it, it'll get better. I, it, things are, you know, I, I really think when you go through trials like this, I've always said you want, if you want to know what a person's character truly is, look at how they react or put, uh, or say when things are at their worst. Cause yep. it's, cause it's easy to be okay. And everything's fine. When you, when things are running good, but when they're at their worst, that's when you want to look and see how people that's, that'll give you a good barometer of how things are. You know what I'm yeah,
6: saying? Yeah, I, I would agree with you a hundred percent. And I think you can look at that. Not just, uh, not just people, but, um, businesses,
1: oh, everything.
6: Uh, all that other stuff. Like, you know, this whole thing has just shaken things up. And I think those people that, uh, are strong and, are resilient are going to come out of it really, really well.
1: So, yeah. Um, um, all of everybody watching on Facebook live, I'm going to move you in the other room so you can hear Chris. I had a couple of people say they can't hear the monitor. So we're going to put you in there. Bye guys. Yeah. We're streaming. We, we found out when we moved over here that we couldn't stream on the ESPN site. So they're, they're fixing that. But we've, for the last year, Chris, we've had to do Facebook live to stream the show.
6: Yeah, I've yeah. seen you, it seems like I wake up sometimes on Saturday mornings and I see you, but I always pop in like, usually when I'm waking up, I think you're about getting, getting done, finished, getting done. Yeah. So I well, don't ever really
1: get to see it. Well, you're not missing anything. It's just looking at me. That's, that's the, who wants <laughs> to do that? I got to look at myself when I shave. Yeah. That's the worst yeah. five minutes of my day, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I gotta tell you, I was down in, uh, I was down in Kentucky, uh, Larry Mack and I went to Crescent Springs, Kentucky for a grand opening at the new sportsman's warehouse store. They bought nine of the field and stream stores and, yep, and oh my, oh my gosh. Is looked it looked beautiful. Oh, beautiful store. Like, yeah.
6: That was, you know, for a you know, sportsman's warehouse in my mind has always looked like that. I mean you can walk into any sportsman's warehouse store and it feels the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing.
1: No, that's a good thing.
6: Um, but it seems always seems very cookie cutter. Um, so seeing their brand on one of those stores, um, I really, w- I really wish I could have, I, I want to see one. Um, it looked, looked amazing from yeah. what I saw, what you were posting and
1: stuff. Oh, so. it, it, it's a beautiful store. There's no doubt about it. I, and, and we actually got, uh, some, some sit down time with, uh, the head of marketing and, Uh, also the CEO, John Barker and man, what they're going to be doing in the the next, uh, several years is going to be amazing. So really, really excited to be part of that.
6: Yeah, I'm excited. And I think it'll be good for us as a brand too.
1: Oh, they love Uh, you guys. We talked, we talked about you guys. Yeah.
6: They've always been, you know, uh, a good account for us and supportive of us. And I know heading into, um, heading into this year with the pandemic and, um, everything like, you know, you know, business isn't, isn't what it has been the last couple of years. And, um, I think things are starting to awaken and, you know, they're doing really well for us still. And I think heading the outlook heading into fall, Mm -hmm. um, is positive. And I think that's, you know, the beauty of everything is I'm excited for hunting season. Right. And I'm excited to see what, um, business does for us and, and all these accounts that are opening up and the ones that came through this whole situation. And, you know, I just, I'm excited for everybody to be able to get back out and get outside and do what they love and um, not have to worry about it as much as they had to this spring or cancel trips. Like I had, uh, I don't know what, two canceled trips this spring.
1: Yeah, so, I, uh, I had four. I mean, it was, yeah. it was ridiculous. You know, the good thing about it though, and Chris, I was talking about this, uh, uh, what, 25, 30 minutes ago, folks are staying home. They're not going, they're not going overseas. They're not going out of the country. Um, you know, th- like they were there, they're staying here to hunt and fish and hunting and fishing license sales are through the roof. They're up like 20, yeah. 28, depending on the state, 28 to 35%, which is awesome for the outdoor industry. It really is. That means people that never fished or hunted before are actually going and doing it. And they're, they're discovering it now. So we needed that very badly in the outdoor community we really did we we want to keep that growing and so one of the i guess one of the good things about what we went through is people are getting to see about the uh, discover why the outdoors is so enchanting for a lot of us you know what i'm saying
6: yeah i think it's great i mean for me um for me i kind of enjoyed it because it forced me like a lot of this is forcing me to go and explore kind of my own backyard a little bit mm-hmm. i'm fortunate i get to go do uh, a lot of things for work and hunt some different states and do some different stuff, but that's usually my hunting season, right? So I don't pay as much attention to Oregon because I'm either going to Kansas to hunt with Donovan at Triple H or I'm going, you know, wherever, right? So for this spring, I was like, hey, I can still hunt in Oregon. It's open. Um, So let me go explore a new area and look for some turkeys there. And, you know, I had some really, really fun days. Um, seeing an area that I had not ever seen before.
1: Yeah. Well, it um, definitely, it definitely lets you discover some stuff and where you're, where you're living by. Need to say hi to Aaron, Joe, and Tom real quick. Thanks for watching us on Facebook live guys. Uh, I tell you one of the things that, uh, Larry and I were talking about, uh, we can't wait. Uh, did you hear that all the antelope tags in Montana sold out?
6: Well, I hadn't heard that.
1: Last year they had over a thousand leftover tags. That just shows you how, how many people are putting in for stuff in the States this year.
6: Crazy. Yeah, and I I know like that was a big question going into all this too, is you know, how's this gonna impact fall? Mm-hmm. And I mean that's just it. Like license sales, uh limited dry and trees are up. I mean <clears throat> I know I heard Montana was up substantially and I think I think that's the experience everywhere else.
1: Too. I put it I put in for a whitetail tag and I didn't draw there either. Yeah. I mean, I'm in in
6: Montana, right?
1: In Montana. I drew Kansas and uh, Donovan. I think Donovan just said very little people that didn't draw, but I don't think there's any leftover tags there either. Yeah. So I, you know, that's good. I, I, like I said, I I think all of our conservation departments need the money and uh, people need to get out there and experience things that they're going to be. You know, Chris, I've said this, this is my 24th year on the radio. I can't believe that already. Uh, But I've said this all along when you go out and you, if you put a rod and reel, a shotgun, a bow in a child's hands, or if you go out and recreate in the outdoors, your quality of life is going to be dramatically improved. You're going to have, it's going to teach you life skills that you're going to be able to use in all facets of your life. And, uh, I strongly believe in that. And, uh, I, I mean, I've seen it happen. I know, I know the difference it made in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a good thing for everybody.
6: Yeah, uh, did you hear, this was an interesting thing, uh, talking to one of my sales managers this week. Did you hear what they did in Colorado um, this last week? I believe, I need to read into it a little bit more, but I believe they passed a law that if you are going to access or spend time on any state-owned land, like state parks and whatnot, you are required to buy a hunting or fishing license.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't hear that.
6: Um, I, I heard it. I haven't read into it too much but that, I believe it's something along those lines that, yeah, like here I'm looking right now and there's a headline that says, you'll now need a hunting or fishing license to access state wildlife areas in Colorado.
1: Well, is that for like BLM ground or just like a campground? Um, probably it's probably for BLM ground and stuff like that. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, it I, might be. I, I think I cause a lot of the campgrounds are still closed.
6: Yeah. Um, Colorado state trust lands. Um, so I don't know if it's like special wildlife units. Um, I know I need to read into it a little bit more, but it seems like they're trying to, I mean, well, interesting. they,
1: they took the cap off bears this year. Uh, the unit that the unit that we're going to be hunting for elk, uh, with Donovan here in a couple months. They there's no there's no uh quota, so you can buy one over the counter this year, hundred bucks. And I, I every oh, wow. time every time I've been out there elk hunting, I've had bears within ten yards of me. Yeah. So. Now you watch. This year I won't see one. <laughs> <laughs> I won't see one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, anytime I don't have a tag for something, I have a plethora of them all around me. It's just that's just the way it is for me sometimes.
6: Yeah. Yeah. When do you go to Colorado? Uh, September?
1: I think third, yeah. Third, second or third week in September. It just depends on when Donovan tells me to come out. So
6: yeah, you do what Donovan tells you to do. Oh, I
1: always do what Donovan tells me to do. (laughs) If I don't, I hear about it. So Yeah.
6: Uh, The last time I didn't get to spend time with Donovan this year, but, uh, my last time, um, I chased this Turkey out there, um, with Dean forever. Like I was back in, in and out of this spot for I don't know how long. And I think it was the last day. And um, there was this big bird that we were trying to get in this one spot. And I was probably half asleep in the back of the truck or something. (laughs) And they uh, came to a screeching halt. There's that bird. I had had a hard time realizing I was back in that spot. And Donovan and I went and chased that bird. And if you've never hunted turkeys with Donovan, it's, he... Oh, I've never hunted with somebody that goes that hard after a
1: turkey. Oh, he's a go-getter. That's for sure. I've shot eighty uh, after this spring. I think I'm up to eighty-five birds with my bow, and the majority of those have been shot in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. So much fun. It was, uh, it was a good time. Hey, uh, eight sixteen and some change. When we come back, let's talk a little boots. Can we do that? Yeah, Yep, for sure. All right, we'll be right back with Chris from Lacrosse and Danner on thirteen fifty ESPN.
3: It's outdoors, Dan, on
0: thirteen fifty ESPN. All right,
1: welcome back. Happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. We're talking uh, a little outdoors with uh, my buddy Chris at Lacrosse and Danner, and uh, we're getting everybody ready for the big holiday weekend for the dads out there. So, Chris, uh, you know, Larry, Larry Mack, and I were talking a little bit about. Some of the new stuff you guys came out with, uh, Lacrosse. Now, I've I've been wearing uh, my Danner packs, and I've been wearing my uh, like I, man, Chris, help me out here. What's the warm weather boots that I wore last year? They're real lightweight, but they weren't they weren't the uh, they weren't the new ones. They were the ones the year before. What were those?
6: On the Danner side. Uh, Lacrosse. On the Lacrosse side. The knee uh, the knee
1: high neoprene ones.
6: Knee high neoprene. Was it the Carol Sports? Arrowhead Sports? Yeah. yeah uh, that's, Arrowhead. If they're not Alpha Burley Pros, they're no, probably the Arrowhead
1: Sports. No, my cold-weather ones are the Alpha Burley Pros, the 1600s. Yep. Yeah, that's my cold-weather ones, and I those are phenomenal, man. From from November on, that's what I'm wearing. Because even if it's a little warmer, they're still comfortable.
6: Yeah, and that's, that's kind of our, that is our bread-and-butter boot. Yeah. Um, we sell more of those boots than we sell of anything else. And we have the widest offering in that boot. You know, depending on camel pattern, depending on insulation, uh, uninsulated, eight hundred grams, thousand grams with the side zip. If you have a hard time clearing, uh, getting into the, some of these boots, that side zip's a great option. Yep. Um, we have solid greens uh, color. Like, there's just so many different options in that Alpha Pearl family that, um, and that's that's always been kind of our our story. That hand laid rubber over neoprene with. Uh, insulation and good traction underfoot just come all around comfortable warm on the heavier insulated styles um, but that's usually the boot that we sell the most of
1: yeah now see larry had the new ones uh turkey season was that was that the agility which ones what's the new lightweight one called
6: yeah, the new lightweight one, that's called the Alpha Agility. We started yeah. shipping that this last fall.
1: Yeah, yeah. now he lo- he said he loved them. He said it was like wearing a tennis shoe.
6: Yeah, and yeah, that's, you know, the name kind of speaks to that a little bit. We wanted to really look at reducing the weight of a rubber boot.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and we did that on that boot by reducing how much rubber is on the outsole um a lighter weight midsole that's where you gain a lot of weight anytime you add rubber you gain a lot of weight uh on a boot so uh, just looking at those creative ways of doing it but it fits it's the same last uh as the alpha burley pro because that's just that's our best fitting last and when i say last that's the form uh that we build the boot around that gives it its volume and its shape
0: mm-hmm.
6: and its fit right so it's the same last but the way those materials came together. Um, it fits. Uh, it's almost glove-like. I'd like to say glove-like. It's 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 not as generous as the Alpha burly Pro, um, but you can still get in and out of it really easy. Um, and uh, yeah, super comfortable. And and the weight on that, I think, is what is going to make the big difference uh, on that platform.
1: So if I really like my my Arrowhead Sports, I'm going to love the Agilities when I get them.
6: Yeah, you're going to love love the agility. Um, and, and kind of what I, I've, I've told people and you and I've talked a little bit about this before, and I believe this is kind of what I've told uh, Larry and, um, Philip and all those guys, uh, the agility is going to give you your great Turkey hunting boot. It's because of its weight, you can run and gun in that thing. Like that should be the boot I wear when I go with Donovan because
0: mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> he likes to cross cruise. And oh. he likes to get your feet wet. and he, It does not matter uh, what's between you and the bird. You're going to go after it. So that's because of its weight and how light it is and the way it fits. It's a great kind of run and gun boot. And then as it starts to break into those cold weather seasons, that's when you jump into your 1600 gram Alpha Burley Pro. Yeah. Um, right. So leverage the agility for that early season warmer season, and then jump into your, your heavier duty Alpha Burley Pro or your Arrowhead Sport come cold
1: season. Yeah. That's 1600, uh, Alpha Burley Pro. I mean, even when it was 10 degrees, I wear those smart, smart wool socks and, you know, and, uh, I'm just telling you with my game height, uh, bibs and stuff, my feet, I, I mean, I was comfortable all year. It was nice. And we had some, we got snow in late October last year. Remember? You know, we got, we got cold early and, uh, man, I switched right over and it was, it was nice because your feet get cold. I don't care who you are. If your feet are freezing, you're done. I mean, you just can't sit out there and be comfortable and not move around. I mean, you're always moving around, trying to keep, you know, keep your feet up. And a lot of that starts with a sock folks. I mean, you can make the best boots in the world, but if you go out there with a cotton sock, you're killing yourself.
6: You're doomed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to wear a good quality wool sock. I mean, that's very important. And what I love about with uh what you guys do at lacrosse and Dan are both I mean you make those boots so like with the on the lacrosse side with the Burleys or the air um or the agilities or the aerosports you gotta you gotta have enough air around your foot so it lets that warmth well not so much for the early early part of the boot but um when you get into the colder weather with those sixteen and the thousand grains grams you you want a little bit of air around there so that's what keeps the warmth there
6: yep. That's kind of, uh, no difference than kind of how your house insulates itself, right? You right. have a little bit of a space that retains, you know, air and keeps that, keeps that heat trapped in. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and the other thing I like to tell people too is, yeah, especially as you're, you're focusing on late season, cold weather hunts, don't be afraid to size up. Um, you create that room in there for a, a heavier sock and some space. Yeah. Especially if you're just going to be sitting like most of the time you're, you're, sitting in those colder seasons you're not moving and that's, uh, you're not active. So the blood's not flowing. Right. So, um, that circulation is what really keeps your feet warm. And if you have a tight boot with a tight sock and all that stuff, um, you're cutting off that circulation and you're not helping, uh, your feet stay warm. So by creating a little extra space, you can size up a little bit. Some people will go a full size up when they're wearing a much heavier sock too. Um, but Usually what I say is go in, try the boots on, take the sock or the sock, um, system, whether you're wearing a liner sock and a wool sock or just a heavy wool sock, whatever you like to wear, go in, take that combination with you and try on the boot and, and find that best fit, um,
1: yeah and if you're so, if you're a lace-up fan uh the atlas is a great pack boot you guys can try i know larry said he he loved his he was using his last year's and then if you are a lace-up fan and for cold weather that cold snap boot i haven't worn it yet folks but everything i've heard about it's been a, a pretty good about amazing 12 uh, 2000 was it 2000
6: yeah on the, on the cold snap we did two we did uh Sixteen hundred or a twelve hundred gram boot, mm-hmm. and then we also did a two thousand gram boot. So kind of two different, two different levels. And that boot sold really well for us, uh, especially uh, like Wisconsin, Minnesota, I, you know, Iowa, like that kind of upper Midwest area um, did really well with that that boot as well. And I think we'll start seeing some of those come back into stock here as it starts to get cold as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but several retailers carrying carrying that boot as well. But like in the Atlas family that you said, we took that boot all the way up to 1,200 grams as well. So you can get uh, a heavier insulated boot in there as well. But if you're looking for heavier stuff, you've got the Hunt Pack Extreme, which is 2,000 grams, and then the Cold Snap. And the nice thing about the Cold Snap is it doesn't break the bank. It's like a $140 boot. Um, for 2000 grams, uh, $160 boot. I'm probably saying that wrong.
1: No, but. you're right. No, I know my Danners I wore last year, uh, when I was pheasant hunting in January with Donovan, it was, it was like 15 degrees, but we were walking. I think those are 600 yep. grams yep. and yeah. I, I, my feet never got cold.
6: Yeah. And when you're walking and moving, yeah. you know, as long as your feet are dry, like you're going to, uh, that blood's going to keep moving and it's going to help and you probably won't need that heavier insulated style. So like we sell a lot of 400 gram boots mm-hmm. um for kind of that shoulder season when people are out moving maybe chasing uh, elk or deer with a rifle out west or you know different things like that but if you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting in a tree stand or a blind and it's cold, like that's when you're really going to want to crank up that insulation.
1: Yeah, th- so. they, yeah. You so the cross, the cross has got great lace ups, and so does Danner. I mean, Danner speaks for itself. I mean, there's nothing but quality there. So I've never had Danner. A, yeah, never had a problem yeah, with my Danners.
6: Yeah, Danner. We've got. I mean, it's a great lineup, and you know, we launched the new Pronghorn last year. Yeah, uh, great, great boot, um, and that you know, that ranges anywhere from about 190 to 250 bucks or 200 to $250. We raised the price on that, but we, we packed a lot of technology into that new boot vibramount sole, um, new underfoot support package, um, great leather. Um, but it's, it's sold really well. It's probably, that's what I hunted elk in last year and, and really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Feel- uh, the other boot that you and I've talked about a lot that I believe, um, is one of my favorites, uh, like $150 is the Vital. Um, it's a great, great platform, super comfortable, built on one of our best lasts, and um, one of the most durable boots um, for $150 that you'll find. The material that we're using, in the tech tough, it's like an impregnated leather, um, PU impregnated leather, so it's super, super durable. It doesn't break down. Um, doesn't flake off like a lot of PU coated leathers do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that's, uh, if you're not looking to spend a lot of money, um, that's a, that's a great platform as well.
1: Well, if you're going elk hunting, that's a, that's a great choice or the pronghorns Cause that's what I, like I said, that's what I've been wearing when I go out west with Donovan and uh, folks, there's a lot of loose rock and shale and stuff out there. So you really got to be careful. You want great ankle support when you're going up and down those hill switchbacks and stuff like that. So don't, please don't go out there with a rubber boot. I've had some people tell me they were going to do that. Do not do that. You got to have a quality pack boot. Otherwise, you're going to break your ankles.
6: Yeah, you want something that's supportive underfoot. And the difference between that vital and that pronghorn. Mm-hmm. To the pronghorn is a a bit stiffer. So as things get a little steeper, or if you're if you're doing a little bit of pack hunting, you got a little bit of weight on your back. That pronghorn is going to be a little bit more supportive than the vital.
0: Mm-hmm. But
6: if you're doing just like day like day excursions with a light pack or um, kind of in and out um, short hikes, that vital is going to be a great great option too. And I, I should probably say this too um, right now on our websites, then we are having our semi-annual sale, Ooh, which always falls around Father's Day. That's and awesome. Pretty much everything is twenty five percent off. So that sixteen hundred gram burly boot that you're getting is only one hundred and fifty bucks right now. Wow! So like, um, really good, really good opportunity to save some money, save some cash, and get ready for fall too.
1: So well, there you go. Well, um, tell them the websites real quick.
6: Kind of a shameless plug. I'm sorry. No, but. no. I was going to ask you to
1: tell them anyway. Uh, tell them Lacrosse's website is.
6: Yeah, lacrosse is lacrossefootwear.com.
1: Yep. Um
6: and then danner.com, danner, for the danner site. So and both both sites are running a sale um through next week.
1: I would hop on there and get dad something special today, folks. Right there that and if you get him either one of those boots that we were just talking about, that'll last him his lifetime pretty much. So yeah, I, I, the uh,
6: alpha alpha agility boot that we talked about, the yep. uninsulated version mm-hmm. is under 100 bucks.
1: Yeah, you can't beat that. So, and it's it. and hunting season's only three months away. So, what a great Father's Day gift. So, hey Chris, I got to run, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking hunting with you. Thank you for getting up early. And can I get you on again before late season? Of course. Okay.
6: Anytime. You just let me know, and and I'll I'll be ready to go. But, well, we'll uh, get, I appreciate we'll, you having
1: me. Oh, it's my honor, and we'll get you on before it gets cold, so we can teach people how to stay nice and snug this year. Okay.
6: Yep. Yep, sounds good. Well Thank- happy Father's Day and Happy Father's Day to everybody all the dads out there.
1: All right, you too, buddy. We'll talk to you yep. soon. Take care. There he goes. Chris from Lacrosse and Dan are super nice guy. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
3: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader. 1350 ESPN.
1: All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan. Hey, uh, don't forget Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank. They're waiting to help you at 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. Anything that you need jewelry related, they're going to be able to help you with. 222-2600 from getting stuff fixed inside the store from new jewelry. Uh, they've got antique jewelry. They've been they got pretty much anything around. If you're uh, looking to pop the question, they got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock to help you get that special ring really anything that's a one-stop shop for jewelry go tell them outdoors dan sent you and uh they'll take great care of you i always go there whenever i need to do something jewelry related uh i just got jenny a nice cross for her birthday a couple couple weeks ago and uh donnie opened up early for me to do that he was really really good and he'll do the same for you good folks good people good prices great selection it's all there for you herman's Fine jeweler speaking of good selection this guy doesn't have it. Smoke and Joe smelter out there at Carl Chevrolet cuz everything's gone. <laughs> they have no inventory. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You get inventory that doesn't have it, so no <laughs> You like that, did you? That was that was pretty clever. I'm proud of you this morning. Yeah, well, thank you. I don't even know who you are anymore. You never come on the show. I know. I I got caught up busy with customers last week. That's why I couldn't get to you right away. Yeah, that's all right. I did your spot for you last week. I'm in Kentucky on the I road. And it's, it. like, it's like what? What do you mean you ain't doing the show? Yeah. 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 Yeah,
5: it was a false alarm. I had a customer come up front, and I, I wasn't expecting a customer, so you just never know. And they they just needed help directing them to the body shop, so I just took them over there real quick. And I just want to make sure you knew that I was listening, but you know, if I couldn't answer, that was the reason why.
1: Well, that's all right. That's all right. So, did you guys? Are you starting to get trucks in? I know you got. I know you got some out there, but I'm just. I was just teasing, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, we
5: have this white trail boss that we yeah, just got in. Hey, <laughs> I,
1: hate, I hate to tell you this. I sold my house. That ship has sailed. I got to buy a house now. Yeah, I'll
0: have to get the backstory from you on that when we have more time to chat about it. Yeah,
1: so I, I heard that. Yeah, Realtor, rob, uh, Realtor Rob's Realtor rob been out there. I've been making him a uh, poor guy. He's been perspiring because he's been going to all these houses. It's like, would you just make up your mind, man? I've got other <laughs> clients. You know, I, I can't help it. I'm picky.
5: Oh, he's taking a grace
1: for Leah. I, that for sure. I think I'm driving him nuts. My Even <laughs> Jenny goes, he's not going to want to talk to you ever again when this is over with. You realize that. And I said, honey, come on. I was up at three in the morning the other day because uh, Raven had to have surgery. So um, he uh, he freaked out on Jenny. And uh, so I I couldn't get back to sleep. And, uh, and long story short, I'm up at three in the morning looking at listings for houses. I can't believe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, that's got to be difficult for you when somebody comes in there with a tape measure wanting a new truck. You know, they got to make sure they got a place to put it, right?
5: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's every customer's difference in terms of what they want and need, and we just gotta make sure we help them out and get them taken care of. So
1: yeah, you do a good job with that. But yeah, that white okay. truck is—it's gonna have to wait because I'm, I'm gonna—I'm draining my piggy bank. I'm—I'm I'm gonna be. Do broke. you even know where you're moving to? I have no idea. I put a I put an offer on a house, and uh, they came back and want still wanted full price for it. So I said, forget it. And I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, I, I can't help it. I'm cheap. <laughs> 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 I don't mind spending money on things that count, like a new bow, like a new Elite cure. I mean, that's worth it. That that is worth its weight in gold. Or a new truck. New new truck. You know, no, I I I, I, I mean, beat I, I be help beat help Joe up. Truck. Yeah, I beat Joe pretty up on on truck prices and stuff. <laughs> But you know, like slick, you know my slick trick broadheads—they're worth what you know. That's all, that's I'll pay full price for that because it's it's worth it. But you know, sometimes I need a deal. I hear
5: you. Yeah. I totally agree.
1: Yeah.
5: Well, hopefully, you and Jenny find a perfect house.
1: You know, she's she's disgusted. She just says, "You do what you want." She—I've <laughs> already wore her out on it too. So, I think I've looked at like five, six houses already.
5: Have you? And they're. It's pretty popular or pretty busy out there too, from what I hear. In terms of inventory, it's going quick and all that stuff. Well, uh, so.
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, things are selling in a day. I'll look yeah. at something and go, "Hey, I, oh, it's already, it's already pending." Yeah. So, is the interest rates are low? That's what the pro. That's why everybody's buying right now. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. So. People
5: are just jumping on it.
1: All right. So, uh, what do you got for a truck special today?
5: Uh, well, if I had trucks, I might have some specials, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you Are you really... Oh, you're, are, you, I thought they were back to work. Aren't they back to work? Well,
5: they are. We just haven't got them yet. So, I don't have any, like, LTZs or LT stuff like that on a lot of high countries. I got some work trucks, but I do have stuff coming in. So, there's that's always stuff we can work off of is stuff that's coming in. And there's some good rebates. Out there. there's still 0%. There's still
1: hey, $1,000 in rebates. And so there's that, some, still some good offers. And now's the time to, if you got a vehicle... Now's the time to go see Joe, because they're looking for trade-ins big time right yeah, now. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, you need the inventory. So you can get more for your money more for your money now on your used vehicle than ever before. So go mm-hmm. see Smelter. He'll he'll get you a deal. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. We
5: use commercial for your businesses. We can help out with everything.
1: Yeah, where can they find you at? Uh,
5: 1101 Southeast Oral Ava at The Rock and Anthony.
1: All right. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. And uh, you have a wonderful Father's Day
5: thanks happy father's day to you and everybody else out there i appreciate
1: it Yeah, uh, that's all right smoking joe and you go out hey, you go out there and take good care of your customers
5: i will thank you very much
1: see you buddy i'll talk to you later Bye. there he go. smoking joe smelters eight fifty-eight forty-six and some change uh you know one thing that you don't have to worry about your teeth because if you go to advanced family dentistry your teeth are going to be amazing dr tj dr obi-wan kenobi yegi dr Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart are going to take excellent care of you like they do me and my family. And uh, whether it's for cleanings, cavities, root canals, crowns, or you want that smile you always wanted, they'll take care of that too at Advanced Family Dentistry. They've been voted number one dentist office in Ankeny I don't know how many times. That's because he uses the force. He uses the Jedi mind trick, you know, on him. Uh, 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa is is the location. The number is 964-1490 or the website is ankenysmiles.com. And I hate to say it like this, but I'm going to, you know, your teeth are one of your most, uh, important things on your body. If you can't eat, you're not going to be healthy. And if you have dental, uh, dental issues, it could affect your heart and other things. Why take the chance, go to a great dentist. Make sure it's your pain free because uh, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a, is a Jedi dentist. You're going to, he's going to use the force to calm you down and you're not going to have any issues or pain. You do not have to worry about getting sick, going to the dentist. They have, they have updated all their dental suites beyond the standards of what the CDC is recommending. It's, it's better than an operating room. And you, I'm just telling you right now, if that is a concern for you, you don't need to have that anymore. Vance Family Dentistry. They're going to take care of you from top to bottom, and make sure that your choppers are going to be working great. Tell them, outdoors Dan sent you. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN.
3: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on
5: thirteen fifty ESPN. To
1: All right, welcome back to Waking Sunrise Up the Outdoors. The at Outdoors the Dan this hour has been brought to you by the fine folks at elite archery have you taken the shootability challenge yet if you haven't why not go check out that brand new cure we've been shooting that all season and i got to tell you that is one of the most tunable bows in the world out there with that new set technology that's simplified enhanced or i'm sorry simplified and exact tuning system you can you can tune your bow without having to put it in a, in a uh, press in five minutes you can broadhead tune let me, let me explain that to you, if you don't know what that means. How many times have you sighted in your bow, you got your field points on, right? And then you switch over and put a fixed head or whatever, and your broadhead's shooting like two inches to the left or two inches to the right. Well, what did you normally have to do to fix that? Well, traditionally, some people would just move their sight, which is not what you want to do because it's not tuned. But you're just, you're just following your arrow. What, but what normally people have done is either take poundage up or poundage down to stiffen or change the spine of the shaft or move your rest in and out. Well, if you do that, you're kind of messing with your paper tune, right? Right. Don't need to do that anymore. You, you leave your rest alone. You can use that set technology now on the top and the bottom riser. You just, you just turn that a quarter turn or whatever, which way that broadhead's shooting left or right. And within one or two turns. You're gonna you're gonna be dead on. That's what I did for turkey season, and it was absolutely amazing. And my, my broadhead flight has never been better. That that's what Elite did last year, and you know everything was building momentum with that bow release until the pandemic hit. And then everyone everything just fell apart because everybody was in panic mode. But I'm just telling you that that bow is a, is one of the best bows in twenty in thirty years. What is it? Thirty three years. Thirty three years of bow hunting. I've had some great bows in my hand. Um, this is one of the top top two or three that's saying something. I love that bow. And I told Larry when the new ones come out, I don't know if I'm moving. I I think I'm just going to stick with my cures. I I love that bow so much. But uh, anyway, the other bow is an ember. And if you don't know what an elite ember is, that bow is probably the most adjustable bow on the market that has aluminum machine pocket limb pockets, stainless steel ball bearings in the cams. Has the car, same carbon limbs that's on my my cure, which is nine hundred bucks. This isn't just a little cheap little bow. This is this is a really nice, well made bow. Larry turkey hunted with it all year. He loved it. And here's the thing: this bow you can go from fifteen pounds to sixty pounds on the same bow without having to change the limbs. Sixty from fifteen to sixty—that's crazy. On draw length, you can go. From a, what was it? Is it, what uh it's from uh is it, no, that ain't right. I got, I'm trying to think in my head real quick. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yeah, I, I, I just got too much going on, man. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. It is an amazing, you can go from 10 to 60 and 15 to 29, 15 inch draw to 29 I knew I'd get it. it just it took a while for it to pop on my head without having to change modules or cams or anything like that it's just you just rotate the mod the rotating mod on the that's on the bow you can adjust it from a 15 inch draw to 29 inch and what's nice about that that means if you're, get, you're having someone come in for the first time you got a bow that they're going to be able to adjust their draw length as their strength grows if you've got kids that you want to buy one bow and let them grow up with it. That's that's the bow for you right there. You don't have to worry about it. And there are other bows out there, folks, that you can do the adjustability on the on on the uh, on the draw length, but it's not going to be in the same quality of of that bow being made as that Elite Ember. That Elite Ember is blowing off the shelves in a lot of places. It is really uh, my wife. Isn't trivia back this week? Uh, honey we're actually we went long this week so trivia will start next week I promise everybody trivia will be back this next week so um, anyway uh, go check out EliteArchery.com and uh, you'll be happy I gotta go we're out of time happy Father's Day to everyone the dads out there hope tomorrow is a great day for you and uh, on behalf of Andrew and myself and everybody here on the show be good to one another stay safe And we'll see you next week. God bless, everybody.